point, right? I'm yeah, I was. That's fine. You you just no, be I'm mindful of it. I was thinking of it, um, and I don't know if I like Doctor Mario World, like the the current like that phone one. You don't because Yoshi. No, like uh, conceptually. Why? Because Yoshi's a doctor. Yeah, but apparently on the way here, I actually saw a leaked image. Not uh-huh. is Yoshi a doctor. Bowser's a doctor. Bowser's a doctor. Toad's a doctor. Donkey Kong's a doctor. Donkey Kong's a doctor. Um, Luma is a um, doctor. Luma. Rosalina's a doctor. The baby Mario and Luigi. That doesn't even make any sense. Doctors. They're not old enough to be doctors. Um, while Luigi's in. Okay. Doctor. Okay, I'm in. It's resold. Uh, who else is a doctor? They they've just been giving out. I actually think that PhDs in the mushroom. Are they just, just in being question mark blocks? Candies. Yeah, I actually think they're just printed out paper that Luigi made and everybody's just a doctor. Can you go? Because it actually makes no sense. But Yoshi was my main issue because, like, that's like if, you're, if your horse was a doctor. Well, Donkey Kong is, like, giving... Well, I don't want to insult Donkey Kong's intelligence. He's hyper-intelligent. Everybody knows that. He wears a tie. He knows stuff. Yeah, he, he's a very intelligent man. But Donkey Kong's a literal ape. Yeah. And they gave him a PhD. Does, is Diddy Kong a doctor? Because that's where I draw the line. Uh, I don't think I saw him. Which I actually think is quite egregious. Because mm-hmm. how can Yoshi's Luma a do- Luma's a doctor. And not have Diddy Kong. But, you know, that's just the way it is. I hope you you all enjoyed this candid opening where we just started recording in the middle of a conversation. We Welcome were to the podcast. Welcome back to the Gecko Games Would cast. you like a PhD? Uh, Would you like to be we're in giving them Dr. Out. Mario World? They're just, anybody can be Anybody could do it, apparently. I did play the first, um, we just started? Yeah, we'll just start. Why not, right? Uh, okay. uh, it's, uh, welcome back. We took a week off. And we're, this episode's late. Yeah, I was in L.A. Sorry. We'll talk, we'll talk about that at some point. Yeah. Um, probably did some cool stuff. Across from me is the always immortal. Because I've tried killing him many times and he just won't die. Rich Meister. I will, I will die one day no matter how much gold I give Poseidon. Hmm. Uh, and I am Eric Ortiz. No. West Coast living Eric Ortiz. Yeah, West Coast. Back in New York. West Coast coming back to East Coast. I thought about staying there. I, d- I did when I went. Um, I get it. I, I figured that would not be a, a wise choice. I like the East Coast. This is episode Coast. 10. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Happy birthday. To Happy to, it's You know, it's hard to keep track of because there's definitely like a total of 30 episodes, but like the name, there's 10 nope. under this name. Nope. This is it. This is the one. I don't know of okay. any other 20, I don't know of any other 20 episodes. Never this heard of it. it. Welcome to the Gecko's Gamecast where we talk. About whatever and we want. And you listen. You do, and, and we you, appreciate it. Yeah, we. Sometimes. You could you could listen anywhere. You're in your car or something. Yeah, you don't I mean, have to listen to us. There's so many podcasts. But no, thank you for listening. Um, but yeah, uh, we just talk about video games and Doctor Mario World released today early. When was it supposed to come out? Um, what's today? The night? I think it was supposed to come out in like the thirteenth or something. The twelfth. It was in the next few days, but they just dropped it early. Well, hey, everybody. Do you like mobile games? No. Oh. Well, thank you for listening. Um, no, but you can go pick up Dr. Mario World now on Android and iOS. I played... It's free. It is. But it... With in-app purchases. <laughs> I logged in immediately. I saw a diamond icon, and I said, oh, no. And I said, give me some of those bad boys. Do you want to know what's so fucked about having a diamond or gem icon in a Mario game, it doesn't exist. Yeah, no, those things don't exist in the world of Mario. That's, like, just mobile. Yeah. That's preposterous. I was like, so sh- It should have been, like, a discolored coin or something. Give me any... Or give like me a, a one red up. coin. A one-up. 
Give me something. Are you serious? A Bowser skull. So like, you know it's hearts, bad. There's hearts that you use to play levels, which I'm sure will run out. Right now I'm in the tutorial stages. I think the first yeah. ten stages are tutorials, so they give you like infinite hearts. But I'm sure those are going to run out, and they're recharged daily or by the hour, which is fine. That's just general mobile stuff. I'm sure you can pay more. There's just a not. diamond icon. Let me ask you, how does it feel? Because I always find like these sort of like Puyo Puyo, like Tetris-y kind of games, the Dr. Mario's of the world, I don't like the way they work on a touchscreen. It doesn't feel precise enough to me. Well, this one's weird. I actually think that people going into this are expecting, I don't know, Dr. Mario. And yeah, that's the name. they're not going to get it. Um, the game itself, you know how Dr. Mario uses gravity? Yeah. Well, in Dr. Mario World, it's reverse gravity. I don't Your like pills this. go up. I don't like it. So, and the viruses are on the top. And now you drop your pills from so bottom the to bottle top. upside down? Yeah, there's like some liquid or some stuff going on. I'm sure there's a medical explanation. I'm, I'm it's positive all, they All the pills research. are just contained within Guiji. I'm positive that through the diamonds and everything, I'm positive. They this is actually a Guiji origin story. Yeah, but they the pills travel upwards, and you basically just have to match the pill colors with the viruses, and it's like a puzzle game, as Dr. Mario is. But what they don't tell you is that it's basically like the trial mode. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you get a certain amount of pills that have a certain, I don't know, pattern to them. So, Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, there's probably a certain way where you can get the ideal scenario by using the least amount of pills to solve the level, and you get three stars. Oh, by the way, there's a star system too. So Naturally. The point system is also built on stars, um, so you can get up to three stars, which, by the way, don't have eyeballs in this game and you just finish the level and you just keep going there are stars that have no mouths but only scream this game sucks there you go that's a hot take i don't care you no, i believe you i'm gonna the first thing i want to see in a mario game is not diamonds that's not what i think of when i it's think of mario. mario it's mushrooms coins stars with eyes and question mark blocks this game is not like Mario Run or Mario Jump or whatever the, the Mario release that Mario one time. Crawl. It's Mario what? Run. <laughs> it's not like Mario Run where Mario Weep. it seemed like it was you know made with the intention of being a Mario game on a mobile device. This just one just looks like with a soulless, cashy mobile game for kids. We finally did it, and it, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's like a, it's a quick game it where sounds you just it. go Your in. Description sounds like a bl- yeah. Okay. A blast. Well, well, you gotta okay. May, you know, maybe I am being harsh about this. I'm just saying, when I played it, it didn't feel like Doctor Mario. I felt like I was playing some Candy Crush match the colors kind of game, which Doctor Mario. All you're telling is, me is that Waluigi has a script pad, and that sounds like a dangerous. You can game. unlock a lot of characters. I don't know. Maybe they're gonna update the game. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And there's a story it? mode. I, I I can't fathom it. I don't know what's going. Um, on. speaking of things you want to see in a Mario game, another Mario game came out while you were away. Oh, Mario Maker. Mario Maker Due. Oh, I I got that. That's a segue. I did buy that. Me too. Yes. I played it a lot. I did not even purchase the first one, but I purchased this one because I came back. Well, it was me and six other people that played the original Mario Maker. Oh. We're all pretty upset with this one. You're upset? Uh, There's things I... I shouldn't say things I don't like about it. Things I'm having a hard time adjusting to. Wow, a lot of Mario hate today. No, no, no. I, I love Mario Maker 2. Let me get that out up front. It's all the first one and more. God forbid I praise the interface of the Wii U. 
the Wii U menu systems were goddamn perfect, and now we've changed to this radial menu, like these drop-down radial menus. Mm -hmm. And the clear reasoning for that is because they want creating on a controller to be more comfortable. I don't ever want to create on a controller. Well, you bought a stylus, right? Yes, I did. I bought a capacitive stylus. Special Elite. Mm -hmm. I think that company saw their stocks skyrocket because people are just buying Buying these. Yeah. Well, how has it been? Uh, it's been good. It's been, like I said, just getting used to the differences has been weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing more playing than making as an effect of that. How has, at least for when you've been making, mm-hmm. is it similar almost exactly besides the radial menus to the first one? Just about. Um, and the thing that I would say I like is it's the assets. There's so much more going on that I even expected them to change. Well, because this one included, what, 3D World? Even beyond the 3, 3D World stuff. Yeah, the 3D World stuff is there. But uh, the first game kind of gave you, all right, here's the toolbox. Here's all the things you had in these Mario games, in Ma- Super Mario Brothers, in Mario World, in Mario 3. Go crazy. At this point, they've kind of gone a little crazy with it and just started making stuff up. Okay. Like, they've put in stuff that didn't exist. Like, there's a desert theme in Mario World now. That didn't exist. And so they're like, what would the music in Mario World be like if it had a desert theme? And they kind of have to play with those ideas. And for what they are, they work. Right. Which is really neat. I, I've i been having a blast with it. Um, I just play. I just play. I'm not a maker. That's I fine. Find like with the, I Twitter is like, a great place to be looking out for people's levels. I feel like with this game, you're either a maker or a player. It's very rare. I'm not to say, that's not to say there's no maker players. But I feel like if you're a maker... You're a really good maker. And if you're a player, you're a really good player. And if you're both, you are a, a unicorn. Monster. Yeah, you're a monster, a masochist, and a unicorn. But I give you respect. Because I, I can't. I can't imagine making my own levels and then learning how to play See, other levels. That's just the thing it's for me. Lot. Like, it's a lot going on there. This was a game that was made for me in a lot of sense. I remember talking about this a lot when the first Mario Maker came out. Mm. Like, when we were kids, like I would draw Mario levels on graph paper. Like, the idea of planning that out was always something that existed in my head. And the tools in this are so accessible, which I think a lot of creative games don't hit. They either feel like not enough or too much. Mm. Uh, Mario Maker does some cool stuff, and this is the first time they've had a story mode, too, which is... I'm just a guinea pig. It's is nice, it good? It's nice that the single-player content's there. They don't feel like real Mario levels. They feel like, Crafted here's an levels. idea to spark your ideas. of Here's some cool stuff you could do. Like, each level is basically a short gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some unlockables for finishing that story mode. Mm, like what? Like assets? Uh, two, there are two unlockables. You get, uh, one, you get Construction Mario, uh, which is only usable in 3D World, and I'm not a fan of. Okay. Uh, he basically can create blocks. Okay. Um, and the only time I see that being useful is if you really build the idea of your level around having that ability. Right. Um, the other one I'm a fan of, it can only be used in the base Super Mario Brothers one. It is the Fire Flower from Super Mario Land. Uh, Mario turns black and white, and he throws the Fireball from Super Mario Land, so it bounces. Oh. Well, I guess that's cool, but like you said, it sounds like you'd have to build your level around it to make it mm-hmm. cool or useful. Um, yeah, and I see a lot of people playing around with the uh, Super Mario uh, 3D World stuff. Yes. Which I think is cool, but also, like, Mario World is right there. I it's like perfect. Super Mario World. Me too. I That's the only style I've played... That That's I've the only style I create every single time. Um, I'll create Mario 3D stuff too. I've seen 3D. Uh, 3D's cool. I enjoy it. I've seen like those fire, those lava dragon things from 3D World. Like some yeah. of the some of the and the cat suit and like, are cool. and stuff is neat. Yeah, like some of it's fun. Um, 
But every time I go into a game and it's world, I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm just like, yeah. this is going to be a really Every time I sit really down to create, um, it's typically Mario World, I think that, and you and I definitely had that conversation before, I think for both of us, that's like our Mario sweet spot. That's the wave. That's I like the game it. I remember and love the most. There is a, I will say this, though, for those who haven't bought it and maybe like, oh, well, what's the hype about? There's a skill ceiling to this game. And there's a lot of tricks that if you're going to play the game, you got to learn. Because the the people who are the makers, like the makers of these levels, and the experts, and they know the super physics experts. and the way these different games behave up and down. Yeah, this game has its own physics engines for each of the different um, asset types of the games, and you can go to a the course world, and there's different categories like easy, super easy, or like medium, hard, and expert, very expert. I'm sure I just added like four different modes, but basically, when you get to expert. And then very, very super amazing expert. You literally have to know the physics of the entirety of that game or whatever game you're playing. Or you're going to be fucked. Or else you're just going to have a terrible time. You're going to get really pissed off at the levels. Because um, some people, like I think Panga or was it Pangea or whatever that guy's name is. Uh, is Panga. Think. Yeah, I think it's Panga. There's people like Panga who have become masters in the art of the physics and they make levels that you literally cannot ever fathom to complete if you're not a pro so it's fun i really dig it but there's a lot to learn like like shell jumping like when you throw a shell against the wall and then you do corkscrew jumping so and you gotta hop up so precise timing. there's some there's some trick there's more tricks than ssx tricky and that game was built and upon it was tricks. called tricky yeah and that game was built upon tricks snowboards this one has more and than that. yeah, then that and then some. Even the one on the Wii, it's pretty fucked. Um, you know what's crazy when you talk about like learning the tricks? I feel like I'm re uh, acclimating in a sense because I remember uh, our friend Vinny and I used to sit around pl- building levels in the mm. Wii U one, and I remember this one level we built that I tried to build around the same idea of like spin jumping with per- spin jumping with perfect timing on the spikes mm. to essentially climb a tower of spikes, and I could not for the life of me make it work here, and we beat and uploaded that level in the first game. I, I can't, I can't even, I don't know. It just takes tries. That being said, though, when you get it and you finish, it feels so good. Oh, it's so good. Also, what I'll it's say, like and why I, I really want to get back into making, especially now that the community's bigger, mm-hmm. there's something insanely, like, gratifying about uploading a really tough level and then, like, watching somebody stream it or just try yeah. and bang their head against I it. I have to say that's the only thing that would ever draw me to be a maker. Like, you mm-hmm. want people to play your levels. That's why Panga does it. That's why, uh, what was his name, uh, Ross, Rubber Ross does it. Mm-hmm. He, they just love making hard levels. And watching people bang their heads against and them. And watching people die. I think Dan Reichert made his own levels, too. Uh, he made a few of Dan them. Dan Reichert and Patrick Klepek had a war during the first Mario Maker. Right. And they've re-escalated it again. He's building for Patrick again. Patrick streams, I think, every weekday morning he streams Mario Maker. It's like a masochistic love affair with the game. And I actually, to your earlier point, yeah, I actually think the popularity of the game grew with this one. Well, there's a bigger install base. You have to figure that out. The Switch sold so much more than the Wii U I did. Just, I just put two and two together, and I'm like, well, it's on the Switch, and the Wii U is not around anymore, so that makes sense. It was weird that they released a whole console just for Mario Maker. Didn't they, didn't they uh, Mario Maker 3DS... They did, but that didn't catch. But it didn't. didn't catch it on. didn't feel as good, yeah. and the up online community stuff was way more difficult. Yeah. Like level sharing was a problem, and it just. 
I don't think the 3DS could quite handle the scope they wanted, and that was the problem. I think it had less assets. I well, might be mistaken about this that. This one's in, and everybody's in it. You can even build co-op levels now. I didn't know I would, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, for co-op. I thought you meant build-in co-op, and I'm like, I wouldn't recommend trying that, because if you can, it's not good. I think you can. Also, the online's a mess right now. I, I If I was building in co-op, I would just have... You can build in co-op, but me you need walking to around do the Luigi. single Joy-Con. Yeah, I would just watch somebody do it. Here, I, I don't understand Here's a weird thing of, like, a- assets I kind of want. Um, and this is, like, a weird request. Uh, I want to be able to swap tile sets, despite what my theme is. Mm. Like, I want to be able to, like, build an underwater level and put, like, airship tile sets in it to make, oh, like, a sunken ship. Why in God's underwater? Yeah, why not? Well, mm. I, okay, you're, you're missing the point. Okay, I'm let, missing me, it. let me rephrase that. I don't you're losing want, me. I don't want to build an underwater level because I'm not a you're monster. losing Because I'm not a monster. I'm walking out. Uh, I want to build in the jungle level that has water. Okay. And I want to be able to swap the tile set on a whim to the airship tile set and build, like, a sunken ship kind of looking thing. Okay. That's just an example of why that would be useful. I dig it. Uh, the other thing I really want is, I want, maybe not in every theme, but I want to be able to play as Luigi, and I want him to behave differently. I want him to have the Mario 2 floaty jump. I dig that. I like that. The worst levels I've played so far, because they have the, uh, the endless challenge mode where you just have to play randomized levels. You start reading off my course ID. Yeah. Okay. Whoever this guy is, he's garbage. No, I was actually, there was no, there was no doxing on this podcast. That, that's literally the equivalent <laughs> of, like, a Mario Maker dox. You're just like, user ID, blah, blah, blah. Also, for the ID. record, somehow level sharing is still this nightmare where it's like, well, what's your 12-digit friend code? Okay, that doesn't matter here. You know, you have a Maker ID, and I need to... Send now. Send me a course ID. I need to go in. I need to play it. Then I need to like your maker. It, I actually have another segue for that too. But I want to say this: the levels in the game. Talking about skill ceiling. Talking about really good Machiavellian designs here of twisted minds. I hate the levels mm-hmm. that just have a gigantic gaping chasm, and that you just are expected to just spin just, jump or just something and hope that you get to the just end Just figure of out it. this blind jump. Yeah, and just figure it out. Blind jumps are a nightmare. If you make those levels, first of all, go buy a mirror and give yourself a good, hard look because, goddamn, you're a monster, and it's so dumb. It literally, if I was ever making a level like that, I'm mad. I got myself mad. Just because I, got, I lost to it earlier today. The most monstrous, it's so dumb. The most monstrous piece of level design I ever did, the, the spike tower one I mentioned to you before. Yeah? Uh, Vinny and I spent like a solid six or seven hours making this level one day. Um, when you get to the very end of it, there's two warp pipes. One of them takes you to the end, the other one drops you back at the oh, beginning. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, you see what I mean? Like, no. Like, oh my god. You know, oh. I'm, all a fan, I'm a fan of the Gotham's. I, I'm a fan of the Gotham's, but no. That's so bad. That's so, so bad. It's, again, I wish it had the community it does now back then, because I would have loved to have watched somebody stream that and just be caught up in it. I'm just not okay with it. It gives me bad vibes. Is, it what does it say about me that I want to break someone? That you're a monster. Listen, if you want to you. You give somebody a spike tower to go up to, fine. I respect that, because that actually takes some skill. Mm-hmm. To give them two choices, a warp pipe and a faux warp pipe to just go back uh, to the bottom. Atypically, uh, I'd... Terrible. One thing I, on principle, won't do is I don't like making the solution to something random, invisible blocks that have an that, item you need. Listen, I hate that too, only because it actually prevents you from progressing, and you're just supposed to. To me, the faux yes. war pipe, you can learn your lesson and get through it. I don't like there to be get, like a secret of like, oh, why can't I clear this? And it's because you have to go back and well, that, an that's invisible what I mean. Block. Like, if, it, if there's a per- and that's just bad. That's this bad game, design. If if this game is a testament to anything. It's how to make a good game. 
is how to make a good, decent game map and have good design, really evil designs, but evil genius designs, and then really dumb designs. Have you seen, and that's a dumb one. Have you I seen any it. of the uh, the moon stuff, by the way? No. What is it? The Angry Sun is in there now. Yeah. Um, and you could turn it into a moon, which turns the levels into night themes. And in night themes, uh, sometimes like there'll be certain areas with like low gravity where the physics behave differently. That's what uh, there's some really cool ideas in here. Again, all like new stuff that has never even been in a Mario game before. But like, fuck yeah, I dig it. More What's than it? anything, this makes me hopeful that that Link to the Past uh, remake coming out that that Dungeon Maker really is them testing the waters for like how would a 2D Zelda Dungeon Maker fare? Because yeah, give me that. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. And frankly, Donkey Kong Maker. Uh, no, those games are just perfect. I really don't want to... No, I can't. I can't entertain the idea. Yeah, you can. Because somebody's going to make some twisted Frankenstein piss-me-off design that's going to kill Donkey Kong. I can't do it. But the last thing I will say to those hidden those hidden items, there was one level that I played a few days ago. It was in the Endless Challenge. I just want to say this. I know I've been cussing up and down on this episode. It's okay. No, no. We're explicit. No, no. I like to make sure, because you know what? For the kids. I like to express myself in a very coherent way. I appreciate that about you. But whoever made this level, go fuck yourself. It's basically called Collect 17 Coins. And there's a smiley face at the end. The second I saw that smiley... That's nefarious. I I said, oh my god. You basically collect 16 coins that are just out there in the open. Uh And the last coin is hidden in an invisible block in the stage somewhere. And you just gotta keep jumping until you get it. Naturally. There is no rhyme or reason to no it. No skill. No hints, no skills, no nothing. It's just, hey, you wanna know how you can waste your time? Go just randomly jump like a jackass hey, buddy, on my map. fuck you. Yeah, go fuck yourself. That pissed me off more than... I beat your level, by the way. If I had the course, if I had the course idea, I would call you out. I'd dox you right here. I beat you, and I gave you a boo. I booed your level. And I oh, hope, yeah, I forgot the boo system. Yeah, I really hope that you took that boo and to heart. you took it to heart. And also, by the way, I got the record, so thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Well, I feel like wouldn't getting the record be easy? Couldn't you play it once, learn where the block is, and then play it again? That's exactly what I did. Thank you. Uh, um, <laughs> but one thing to your point about the online, actually, because uh, I know that before the game, actually, for those who don't know, before this game released, one of the things was that you could not play... Uh, local co-op online was it? Correct. Yeah, and that was a whole big thing. Then Nintendo was like, ah, we fix, we fix, we fix, we fix. Sorry. Um, Shigeru Miyamoto. I don't know what the whole story is, so I may be wrong. I was like prefacing that with a nice, good. It's a really great way to like, yeah, take really any liability, shred all you. my credibility, and take, take any liability off. I heard that he said something along the lines that there was nothing wrong with Nintendo's online. Can you look that up for a quick second? Uh, yeah. Because that's, that's a hot take. I know I read it, and it was not a fever dream. It's real. He said something along the lines of, I think our line is okay. And Miyamoto, your godfather. Go play the Xbox games. 360. I love you. You're a great guy. But let me tell you, it's okay. You could tell me. You could be honest. You don't need to say that. Just be open, friend. Just be open with me. That's a load of garbo. Come on. Uh, here we go. Nintendo has, quote, not fallen behind on online network services. I, the title reads it for itself. Uh, just go read about that. And I love Nintendo to death. It's statements like those that just say, you know, Nintendo, what's going on? Who's making Also, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt because when Japanese interviews get translated, 
a lot is lost. So <laughs> the real translation was it's hot garbage. Was what they, is online? The day that I cannot use a friend code that's more than five digits. But Eric, how would you find someone else's console if you didn't have a twelve digit number? Then what's the point of making a Nintendo network ID? I don't understand. There isn't one, to answer your question. Well, you link it to your Nintendo ID. I know. ID. I was saying, there, there it, isn't it one. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to have that and then your friend code. I don't understand the infrastructure and how it's put together. I wouldn't try and find a lot. Forgive my ignorance. Yeah, but I don't think... You're I, not, you, there's no ignorance. I don't think it makes sense. I don't understand any of the online stuff they're doing. One day they'll figure it out, I like to think. But we just kind of go, like, we're almost to the point where it's no longer cute, where we're like, ah, Nintendo. It's not funny. It's not even funny. Like, I, I read that, I read the title of that article, and I didn't even read the article, because I was just so disgusted by it. I was like, what, what are they doing? Like, why do they even come out and say that? Just to taunt me? Just to hurt you. Oh, by the way, if you want to be friends with me, here's my 12-digit friend code. I'm going to read it off real slow. Unbelievable. Sorry. It's okay. A lot of Nintendo hate in the first, um, first half. You know what's funny is, I kind of want to hear from you on, because I don't know if you look further into the show notes... But I wanted to talk at one point about how I kind of want to play FF14 again. Yes, and I so saw that. Talk and that's to exactly me about Shadow Ringers. Wrote, yeah, that's exactly why I wrote FF14. So yeah, I've only played it for a day and a half. Um, uh, the just to get the quick quick takes because I know this is hot take cast because I've been fired up about these things. LA got me all fired up. Got you excited? You ready to live? Square again? Enix, fix your servers. It is unbelievable that an entire world is shut down with a bunch of other servers and you can't create new characters or transfer them because your servers are not large enough or they can't handle the capacity. You just released, arguably, your most successful expansion and you telling me I can't play on a server with my friend? We play on Ultros. You out of your damn mind? I play on Ultros. No, no! Gotta go to Cactuar. I was on Ultros for the longest time. Okay, so Eddie was on Balmung. Mm-hmm. I made a character on Balmung. I know Eddie's playing still. I just haven't reached Yeah, I, t- I saw him recently. I'm playing with my other friend Clayton. You know Clayton? Playing with Clayton. I know Clayton. Clayton's like, go to Cactuar. I cannot go. That entire world, mm-hmm. filled with other sub-worlds. I don't know what they call it. Like crystal of it. You can't go there. They just shut it down. Like, you're not like allowed they're not to accepting build new... new... No, they just shut it. They locked it. Because I would move. I would join until you. Until they figure it out. I know. Listen, my wallet was at the ready. I was like, listen, what, is it $20? I'm like, all right, I'll move. Whatever. I'll pony up. Because I'm... Not... That's the thing I like about FF14, too, though, is I don't have to feel bad about, like, the idea of, like, well, maybe I'll just make a new character. Of course I won't, because it's not WoW, because jobs let me be what I want to be, baby. Yes, and there's a lot more at stake for moving a character or starting anew when you have one for everything. It's a great system. I love it, but when you have to transfer you're married to that character 100% and also quite literally if you especially now the with the changes they've made it seems like leveling a new character is a slower burn now they do offer um the purchasable items to basically and I would actually this is actually something where in this game it's a little forgivable well they'll bump your level up totally just to the most recent thing the one thing that I really like about it, even though I don't think people should, is that if you're just getting started in the game, you can um, buy an item content. Yeah, for the new content. It'll skip all the main scenarios he, and just jump that's you. The thing I do me. not recommend doing that. I, yeah, I was going to say, this is one of the MMOs where I would never recommend doing that, just because I think, not as, even as far as MMOs go, I mm-hmm. think this is probably one of the strongest Final Fantasy stories ever. Yeah, and I will say that... Like, it's worth seeing all the story content. Apparently, I haven't... Keep in mind, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm still figuring out this whole And I didn't even thing. finish Stormblood. I'm saying it without having finished Stormblood. Yeah, I've only played... I've only played up to Heavensward, and I... Admittingly, I'm playing through Stormblood right now, but the story's good. Like, the story's actually good. 
It's great. And I've even. heard that story at Shadowbringers is is the best. Mm, I've heard the same as a exact Final thing. Fantasy story. I heard it is the absolute best, and people have already breezed through and completed it to no one's surprise. But they said it was incredible, and that's something, frankly, out of an MMO, I've never heard in my life. And mm-hmm. I've played through Classic WoW. I played through Burning Crusade. I played through Wrath of the Lich King. All I those. Slash Pizza and EverQuest. I played through RuneScape. I played through a lot of MMOs in my time. I've never heard that in my life. Apparently, it still holds up to even the best Final Fantasy story games, if not one of the best. So, if you've ever played the game and you're considering jumping in and you just want it for the story, you may want to, because that's what I've done. I usually play the games, just go through the story, and then call it a day. But apparently, it's great. It's great. Also, um, one of the weird features they added in Shadowbringers that I really like as somebody who doesn't always have time to commit to sit down like indefinitely... You can now run dungeons with NPCs. Yep, and you can actually go at your own pace. Which is, like, you could pause, go to the bathroom, do what you gotta do. Let me tell you, the, when I think about all the cool feet, first of all, if you want the quick version, I haven't played a lot of it, Shadowbringers is fantastic. If you have, if you're even remotely on the fence, you should at least check out this game. Um, you could even play for free up to, like, level 35. Just try it. Do the research. I'm not gonna lie, it's an MMO. If you're not into it, forget what I'm even saying. At least look up the story. Watch some of the cinematics. It's a good story. Um, but, what was I saying? Woof. 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 No, I, Woof. I, oh, no, I lost my track. Oh, yeah. The class system, the combat, a lot of it's really good. Um, but the fall from grace that this game had in the beginning and where it is now... It's actually unprecedented. If you ever um, actually have the time, I don't know if you've seen this ever uh, either, Eric. Uh, Danny O'Dwyer's No Clip uh, did a fantastic documentary I about heard this. About it. It's literally on my agenda. It's for fan- this week. it's amazing. I literally just heard about it a few days ago. I'm going to watch it. And yeah, if you're even curious, watch that along with me because it's really follow the progression of this game. This game was a ticking time bomb when it released. It was trash. And I didn't play it at the time, but I read up a lot on it. And in comes Yoshi. Took the thing. Saves the fucking day. Saves the day. I actually don't recall they shut an down MMO. An MMO has never done this before. They that's shut, ever come back. And like for that, for him to even get approval to do what he did is astounding to me because they essentially stopped the game dead in its tracks, shut it down completely said give us a little bit of time and completely reworked it they did an in-world event for the basically destruction of the world and rebirth yeah to usher in final fantasy 14 what is now known as a realm reborn it's so surreal because now you look at it and what do you have you have a raid that's going to be helped design by yoko taro it's like you can't it's unfathomable it's so wild even they've already done amazing uh raids they did that return to ivalice raid yeah uh that was fucking incredible the raids and the impulse content I heard in Shadowbringers, it, it gets me so hyped. I just want to go play it. But, um, yeah, I, I, I've heard I very it's much so, want to be doing that as well. so good. I'm sorry. I, I think the whole point of this segment was not to convince you or, you know, feel you resist I, I wanted your help, but clearly no, you're not going to do that. I can't help you. I'm sorry. I've heard it was very good. Um, I'm going to be making a purchase as soon as this is over. Yeah. Play it, play it, please. Um, the new class in this one, Gunblade, which is just as ridiculous. I'm going to play it. And, um, the class the, is called Squall. Yeah, it's Squall the class. And, oh gosh, I'm forgetting the other one. I don't know what the other one is. She, is it Dancer? No, Dancer was in Stormblood. Dancer was already... Yeah, Dancer was added in Stormblood. Whatever, there's another class. Forgive me. Uh, but you can play that too. But goddamn, you could be a bard in that game you and you could fully you play want. your instrument on your keyboard. Yeah, you could be anything you want in this that game. That game's wild. It's really on the tip of my tongue. I don't know what the other class... Well, you could It doesn't matter. But yeah, go go check out those... And if you're not even remotely interested, yeah, go check out the no clip video. Um, 
just go learn about it. I think it's a great... The only other game that I can think of recent memory was No Man's Sky. But this is an MMO. Keep in mind, MMOs... That's a different breed. Drastically, drastically hard to bring back. Uh, Wildstar is something. I played They're... Wildstar. That tanked. MMOs, it's hard to succeed to begin with with an MMO, let it alone is. to fail in the most expected way, and then completely t- turn it around, retain your player base, and draw in an entirely new player base. I have never seen... We're, we're literally talking about the fact that their servers are just at capacity. It's... I mean, go fix your servers. I'm serious about that, by the way. But yeah, they'll get on... They'll, they'll listen to it's us. It's quite wild. Great game. My point is great game. Graphics are beautiful. Story's great. There you go. I, I don't even know the point of the segment. Go, go buy it. There you go. Sorry. Uh, go, go, go thanks for it. ruining my life. Yeah, go buy it. Uh, there is a monthly cost, by the way. It's an MMO. It's an MMO. It is not Destiny. Sorry. Uh, but if you want to go play Destiny later on or Division 2. The Division, I'm still playing. That's pretty good. There's still a lot of good games out there. Um, speaking of good games. What? I'm almost done with Judgment. Ah, yes. Give me the I'm going to give yours. you, give you uh, the down low on... Uh, th- I talked about this a little bit last time, right? I did, yes. Uh, so I had started Judgment last time. Uh, I'm about 40 hours in at this point. But you're almost done. Uh, I'm in the last chapter. Okay. I could have finished it last night. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. There's 50 side cases and 50 friend events. I have 47 of both. Ooh. I will not roll credits until I finish all of it. So there's just six things left. Yeah, um, but some of them are a little bit of a slower burn. Like, I ended up having to resort to looking up to the friends I've missed because their icons weren't appearing on the map. Like, one of them, I have to go play a game of Shoji before they appear on the map, and I never play Shoji. Was that a feature or a bug? Uh, that's a feature. Yeah. Uh, like, the, the the friend is a Shoji player. Uh... Um, and, like, the whole thing was, I, I played a lot of the mini games, but I didn't want to have to learn how to play Shoji. <laughs> So I never did it, but I guess I'm going to learn how to play Shoji after I upload this podcast tonight. This game is just tearing down the barriers of culture. I love Judgment so much. And let me tell this is crazy to think about. I love Yakuza mm. as a series. This I is the spinoff. Yakuza, Dead Souls, Yakuza right Dead Souls is part of our set right now. On the, right on the table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing being, uh, when I like rank them in my head, this might be in like, my top three Yakuza games now. Really? It's very good. Um, it's... And the best part of it being, like, there's no attachment to existing characters. There's attachment to existing ideas. Like, Kamurocho as a district, the Tojo clan as this uh, bigger Yakuza clan. But as somebody who's never played a Yakuza game, you could jump right in and fully understand what's going on. And then maybe it would be enough to make you want to go play, like, Yakuza 0 or Yakuza uh, Kiwami. Those remakes that are now all available on the PS4. It's a fantastic series. Uh, Yagami is a very different character than Kiryu. But... At times, arguably a more interesting one, mostly because he's not quite... He's not so much of a rube as Kiryu is. He's not so clueless to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the side cases are just as wacky as the Yakuza stuff. But that's what I feel like that series does best anyway, is these human stories. Uh, these sort of, like, just dealing with people's random problems and, like, what wackiness will ensue. Uh, but I definitely think, probably right behind Yakuza 0... This might be like my second favorite game wow. in that franchise. That's a long endorsement. Wow. Did, but it didn't rate as highly as the other Yakuza no. games, right? That's not as all of them. Uh, but it, I kind of. It's forty dollars, or is it sixty? Sixty. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was four, but I mean, you're getting forty at more than forty hours worth. It's pretty good. What has been your favorite aspect of the game so far? Well, you're at the end. What has been your favorite aspect of the game? 
Uh, I think, for one, proof of concept of what you could sort of do with that world, with that engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike the, like, knit and grit, punch your way through it. Not to say there's no punch your way through it stories here, but... It was always that crime drama with, like, a, an air of wackiness, but this sort of takes a different approach with that crime noir, like, detective story, like, uncovering a killer. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it definitely serves as proof that you could tell any kind of story in the world of Yakuza, even change location if need be. And I know you said there's 50 quests of each. Is there, like, an overarching story? Yeah. Okay. And there, there's, it's murder? It's like a murder? Yeah, it's a murder mystery. Um, there are... The basic setup at the start of the game is your main character, Yagami, a disgraced attorney turned detective, uh, picks up a case, uh, or these random killings from, I believe, the Yakuza clan is the Kiori clan. Uh. Uh, they're turning up dead in Kamarucho with their eyes carved out. And you are tracking down the serial murderer. Ew. And surprise, surprise, as the game progresses, it ends up having some ties to the case that you were disgraced as an attorney for. Whoa. Whoa. It all comes I gotta play circle. that after. Let me borrow it, please. That's like Phoenix uh, right to your shit. That's oh, Apollo I, I sent you game. that text, right, with the, uh, the, uh, the Phoenix right Yeah, you uh, did, reference. you did. Now, I was gonna say, that's... That's Apollo Justice to your shit. That's when Phoenix got put to shame and mm-hmm. had to give up the badge. And you do have to deal with uh, some prosecution members and some police officer friends. Oh, this game relies heavily on ins- Oh, I gotta play Oh, it, it draws very much lot of inspiration. from those stories. I love... I love Phoenix Wright. Okay, here's the best way I can actually pitch it to you now at this point with the Phoenix Wright cell. Imagine if <laughs> when Phoenix was investigating a case... And some tough guys showed up to try and put the squeeze on you. You actually got to beat them up, also. Ooh, but Phoenix would never do. I gotta play that game. It's something I always wish Phoenix Wright would do, but he's not. He's not like, imagine if Phoenix Wright was also a black belt. He's not like that, but I understand your point. Mm-hmm. Oh damn, I gotta play that. I didn't know it was some murder mystery. Yeah, With eyeballs coming out. The mole is the name of the serial killer. Whoa! You have to Because he's, drig- he's digging out eyes. Mm-hmm. And then That's hiding so in the, and then hiding in the underbelly of Camarocho. What? Unbelievable. There's a doctor in the sewer that you hang out with. What? The the friend events are one of my favorite things. Like, the people you just meet in this city that you forge these bonds with. Is he actually, like, in the sewers, the murderer? No, no, no. Um, I'm actually at the point in the story, and I definitely won't talk about that. I know who the killer is at this point in the story. I'm on my way to confront Mr. him. Mr. Rossetti. Uh, it is not, but it was... And here's the thing, like, it might be a little on the nose, but it was actually one of those moments where, like, you get to that point in the game, and they're like... The ki- the mole is, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> oh, you actually got revealed to who it is. Yeah, I know who it is at this Whoa, point. Whoa, no spoilers. Yeah, of course not. Oh man, yeah, I gotta play that. And I gotta play it fast. The only other time I had a murder mystery game was Heavy Rain, and that was notoriously one of the darkest periods of my life because it got spoiled for me. I never forgot that spoiler. So anytime I see Heavy Rain, I get a little twinge. And a lot of the um the side case setup stuff is like you trying to make rent as a private detective in Tokyo, so it's like, hey, Yagami, uh, I think my wife's cheating on me, so I need you to follow her and get a picture of her cheating on me, like, stuff like that. Was she cheating on Sometimes, yeah. There's been, uh, I'd say, like, three or so cases where that's the idea. It's never quite as simple as they're cheating on me. The answer always ends up being some kind of weirder, wackier thing. All all 50 cases are, hey, Yagami... I think my wife is cheating on me. He's like, you gotta stop showing up. Yeah, I'm I'm sensing a pattern. It's the same Uh, guy, too. There is a... Infamously, I think you had heard about this one. One of the side cases involves a uh, pervert in Camarocho who gropes women's asses and goes by the name Ass Ketchum. I mean, it's the logical step. That's part of a bigger arcing series of side cases called the Twisted Three, where you're going after the biggest perverts in Camarocho. Wow. Is Ass Ketchum, like, only... He's number two. Wow. Who's the biggest? 
the biggest one is uh, actually the fourth one in their leader. I can't remember uh, what his name is. His spoiler, don't his, spoil his it. name is ridiculous. I can't remember it off the top of my uh. head. But his entire gimmick is he just straight up is like a dude walking around in a trench coat. He's like, check out my junk. Wow, he's a flasher? He's a flasher, and you have to beat him up, and he covers himself the whole time because no men can look at... As he prefers, he goes, no men may gaze upon my son. Wow. Oh, I gotta play this game. How'd this game get sevens? This game's like a nine it's, or ten. It's phenomenal. Holy crap. And then if you walk away from that going, I need more of that, that's when I hand you yeah, because it's zero. Oh, boy, and then that's a rabbit hole in itself. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. That's fantastic. This game's good, man. I can't wait for you to finish it, finally. Uh, I'm going to be done very soon. Face-off and standoff with the mole. And I will pass it your way. I still like Deep Throat. It's like a code it's a good. It's a good code but name. The mole is pretty good. The mole's a good one as well. It hangs out in the underbelly. That's, the underbelly that's of pretty, Kamarocho. That's pretty good. If I was a murderer, I'd be named the mole. I'd like that name. And, uh, yeah. Yagami uh, has his fair share of seedy hangouts. Uh, he's got some Yakuza friends. Uh, so, you know, underground casinos. So he's not really the cleanest investigator. Well, one of the very big things you're told early on is uh, Yagami's parents were killed when he was young. Dark past. And uh, the, he never joined the Yakuza. He never oathed up. But he was essentially raised by a Yakuza patriarch. So the Tojo clan paid for him to go to law school. Uh, wow. Dark connections. This game's so deep. It's really good. Oh, it's geez. really good storytelling. There's so much aspects of this I'm just fascinated by. I didn't know it went so deep. Oh, it goes very deep. I like it. Oh, 40 hours? That's not bad either. Quite a bit. I mean, 40 hours is 40 hours, but that's not bad. You just get sucked in. It's like nothing. It's That's just it. Like, the, the play sessions I would do with this game are like six hours at a time. Like, you just sit down and go for it. Jeez. Time melts away. There you go. That's a ringing endorsement if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Great game. Um, Definitely going to come up for me in Game of the Year conversations. Ooh. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm for sure. A seven game. Uh, Release Radar. Ah, yes. Uh, Nothing crazy this week. Uh, They Are Billions is launching on PS4 on the 9th. Uh, that's one of those, like, uh, Conan Unconquered. Uh, it's an RTS, but one of those, like, digging your heels ones. Uh, I really don't have a good way of explaining it. More, more commanding, less conquering. All right. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is out on PS4 and Switch on the 12th. Uh, God Eater 3 is out on Switch on the 12th. Those are the, the bigger ones coming this week. I never got into Dragon Quest Builders. Uh, neither did I, but I think we talked about this after PAX. I, I liked the demo I saw while I was there. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Um, so I'm not going to rush to it because there's a lot of my plate right now. But that might be something worth checking out at some point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we can brush right into the news from there. The news! News! Uh, the Cyber Sleuth games, those Digimon RPGs? Yeah, they're getting bundled, I saw that. Yeah, they're getting bundled on the Switch and PC in October. It's a good time to be a Switch guy. Those games are pretty good. I played the first one on Vita. I, yes, but it also came out for PS4, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never played the second one, so that might be a time to pick it up. Me neither. I I just like Agumon. He digivolves into Greymon. uh, I was talking to someone about this today where I was like... Metal Greymon, or if you do it right, Skull Greymon. It can happen, too. Oh, War Greymon. Is that after... That's after Metal Metal Greymon, I think. But if you mess it up and you you hurt his feelings, he becomes Skull Greymon. And if you really mess it up and you hurt his feelings more, he becomes that Poop Digimon. Oh yeah, that weird I'm just, fucking I'm thing. I'm completely just referencing Digi- Digiworld or whatever. Di- like, but but yeah, no. The thing with with uh, the Digimon RPGs is like you can de-digivolve and just like boost different stats and go down different paths. Oh thank God. 
but, like, I was talking to somebody about how, like, the three you have in rotation in your party in that game follow you around. So, I'm like, when the game starts, it's, like, cute when, like, Agumon and Gabumon are following you around. And then you're, like, 30 hours in and, like, War Greymon and Where Gururumon are following you around. And That's it's just scary. a nightmare. I can't shake it from Digimon World. All my Digimon turned to shit. I couldn't understand it as that a kid. other Digimon game got delayed. Which one? Uh, I forget. Uh, the Survive. Digimon Survive? It's like a tactics visual novel. What? And it got pushed into 2020. Oh, boy. Did I didn't even know Digimon was still there. There's a new movie coming out in 2020. I didn't know it was there. That's I didn't know it was present. the original Digi-Destined. It's a movie like about Ty. Ty? It's a movie about Ty and Agumon, but Ty is an adult man. If you had to give me Ash Ketchum or Ty and Agumon, I'm not kidding. I'd give it to Ty and Agumon. Those guys had a real bond. Well, their bond is... trans. That's the entire premise of this movie. I gotta show you this trailer after this, where Agumon's like, Ty, when you grow up, will we still be friends? Ty's like, hell no. And Ty's like, you gotta get the fuck out of my house. You gotta stop freeloading, Agumon. Actually, he specifically says, he's like, we're gonna be friends forever. Contrary to the title of the movie, which is, I think, like, Digimon, Ty, and Agumon's last adventure. Is it really called that? Oh, woof. I don't know. There's nothing good that can come from that. Why is Japan gotta be like that? I don't know, man. Why couldn't they just leave him alone? It's, they gotta end it. Did you destined or dead? I knew Agumon would become a freeloader. But I yeah, knew it. not even having played the second one, uh, specifically if you like Persona games, because they play a lot like Persona games. The Cyber Sleuth games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd recommend those to anybody. I will probably I just, pick them up. I just Switch. love if you just wait long enough. Persona, Everything comes Persona to Switch. Persona notwithstanding. Yeah. You just gotta wait till it comes to Switch and it comes bundled. It's yeah, great. true enough. I love it. All right, All that's of Last Chance cool. games coming. I like that release. Uh, Cuphead's getting a Netflix show. This was late news today. I don't know how I feel about that. Down with it, but could easily be terrible and crappy. Absolutely, We've but done this before. Uh, either way, the money's coming, so good for those devs because yeah. they are involved with it. You know what? Give me the same music. We'll call it even. I want to see. Uh, also, I'm really upset because I don't understand why the show isn't called Mugman. Mugman. The show's about like Mugman's the main character, right? Of the show. Of just Cuphead in general. No, I thought it was Cuphead and Mugman. Nah, man. What? Mugman's better is oh, my I point. I see what you're doing here. I see what I'm just trying to shit on Cuphead. I see what you're going on. Like, somebody said to me, they're like, hey, they should put Cuphead in Smash. And I was like, fuck Cuphead. I just like Mugman's put Mugman in. nose. Yeah, he's, he's better. Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, shit. But yeah, I'll keep moving from that. Did you see this Turok game? No. Okay, a new Turok game got announced, but... Wait, it, like brand new? Like brand new. It's coming out later this month. Why can't we get, like, a uh, Dino Crisis? It's nothing like any Turok game, though. It's called Turok Escape from Lost Valley. It's an isometric... Escape from New York. (laughs) It's an isometric adventure game with a very adorable fucking art style. Uh, I'm going to turn this around just so you can see. Uh Oh, jeez. Love video games? No, I don't. Oh, no, this is an ad. Uh, I'm going to turn this again. Sorry. Oh, that's not Turok. It is, though. But that's cute. Apparently, it is more based on uh, the comic than the existing games, what? which is a thing I learned Turok is based on, a comic. Turok Dinosaur Hunter was a comic what? before it was a video game. I didn't even know that. Wow. And I read comic books. Yeah. It's coming out on the 25th. I consider myself a connoisseur of comics, and I didn't even know that. It's only been announced for PC. That's like when I found out the Men in Black was a comic first. That was wild. Yeah, I think... Now this is wild. The Turok one is buried somewhere in the back of my skull, like... I was like, really? But at the same time, I was like, I feel like that might have been something I knew at Assistant some point. yet familiar feeling. Totally. Um, I like the look of that. I might end up checking that out. Damn. 
Uh, I like Turok. Give me Dino Crisis. Uh, I actually... Oh, God, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to bring that up now because it would fall into the final segment anyway, so why Dino not? Crisis? The, the Dino Crisis thing. Here's the thing. I went out um, and I, I watched some movies that had missed my radar recently over the weekend. Yeah. Um, I finally watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, boy, yeah. And again, those movies are fine. They're like good popcorn flicks. Yeah. I would have seen this movie a lot sooner if somebody told me the second half of it was just Dino Crisis. Wasn't, wasn't the premise of that one that, like, the the raptor, Chris Pratt and the raptor had a love affair and he had to go save it. Okay, for <laughs> basically. Wasn't that like the thing? Well, like yeah, they no. escaped the island, and he's like, "We uh, gotta go back for the raptor." No, well, no, no. He, he's not. He doesn't even want to go back. Oh, okay. The initial setup is like, they start like however long after the volcano on the island is active again, and so all the dinosaurs are gonna get like wiped out. Wasn't that the purpose though? Like. What do you mean? Like, don't play God, just let it happen? Yeah, 100%. So there's court hearings, and Jeff Goldblum is there. Oh, I saw that scene yeah. in the trailer. And he's like, uh, life finds a way. And basically he's saying, like, you can't save them. He's like, this is the universe correcting itself. They died out once, we need to let them die. So they decided to prove it wrong. But a private company, basically, they reveal in, like, a really backish way that apparently John Hammond had a business partner. So second old man... Uh, is like, me and John fell out, and I also have a cane with Amber in it. It wasn't Christopher... I wish it was Christopher Lloyd. Um, And he's funding for people to go back to the island to try and save as many of the species as they can and put them on a new island where they could live free. Isle Nublar too. Chris Pratt gets talked into going because he's the only one that can get the... like, track down the raptor. Um, They show up. They're all betrayed. They're gonna sell the dinosaurs to, like, the highest bidder... Um, but here's the thing, the back half of the movie, this has all happened, we're only an hour in, so I'm like, what's happening here? They go back to the big mansion in, like, upstate New York, and all the dinosaurs are in a secret lab under the mansion, and it just turns into dino crisis. Like, there's T-Rexes slaughtering billionaires, and Chris Pratt's firing guns at armed guards, it's just dino crisis. (laughs) Yeah, but Dino Crisis is cool. 100%. But, like, it becomes a gothic horror movie, but with dinosaurs instead of monsters. What have they What have they done? And What have they done? It's really weird. It's on Amazon Prime. This is exactly Watch this weird what Dr. Malcolm movie. warned about. What, yeah. what are we doing? Oh, and then they show him at the end, because get this. I'm going to spoil Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Stop. Skip ahead a little bit if you don't want to hear this. At the end... Basically, all the dinosaurs are in these cages under the lab, right? All right. And the building's on fire. So to save them, they just open the cages, and the dinosaurs just fucking roam free. And so, like, the last... In the world. Yeah. In New York. It, like, oh, and... Escape from New York. Yeah, I don't know if time... This time... Like, the the idea is, like, time passes, and they're like, we need to learn to live with the dinosaurs again. What? And Jeff Goldblum's, like, giving a speech at the court again, and he's like... Uh, this is natural correction. He's like, we tried to play God, and now we need to learn to coexist with these beings that should have been dead. And, like, the last shot is, like, a T-Rex fucking up a highway, and, like, a Wait, pterodactyl what? just... Yeah, this is all real. I'm... Just, but I didn't write this film. Compared to both of those speeches, it sounds like he pulls a complete 180. No, no, he still sticks on the, like, he's like, we're being punished now because we tried to uh, play right. God. But man did that. They released the dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh boy, that movie's a clusterfuck. I ain't watching that. It's a weird movie. I ain't watching that. I really only like the mansion sequence with the raptor. <laughs> if you enjoy it, no judgment. I ain't watching that. That's For the re- also, it wasn't a thing. I, it wasn't that. a thing that I had like my full attention on. Like it was a second monitor while I was working, kind of deal. What in God's name is going on there? But yeah, uh, glowing endorsement for that. It's a five out of ten as a film. 
but it's a weird clusterfuck of ideas. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's so bad. Um, That's so bad. It's pretty bad. They just roam out of New York? Yeah, I, I say upstate New York. I don't know for sure if that's where it was. That's why I swear. It ends up being, it ends up being the Hamptons. What? It might have been California. What? The point is, like... It's in the United States? It's for sure in the United States. That's the point. It's like, it doesn't matter where it is. It could be in Kansas. What? Yeah, no, it's for sure in... Because there's, like, a shot um at the end of, like, the Raptor, like, up in the, like, in the foothills of, like, L.A., like, in the desert. <laughs> Near the Hollywood sign, it just ends like, with him roaring upwards. I'm yeah, sure and, like, a T-Rex, like, smashing into, like, a, a highway fence. Like... Yeah, it's just because... Also, it made me go, like, are you gonna make another one of these? Like, what is... I'm telling you, it's Escape from New York. They're going to make Dino Crisis. I, I want that movie. You know what? If they may end up making it like that, and they just say, screw it, throw their hands in the air and just surrender, just like Dr. Malcolm says, I'll watch it. I, I can't justify Lit. watching this movie, though. Absolutely not. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. It, it was fun, like I said. I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, totally. Uh, I also saw Spider-Man. I did, too. That was really good. I won't waste too much time on that, because people should go see it. Yeah, if you haven't gone seen Spider-Man, you could. Um, they made Mysterio cool. They did. It was really cool. It's a very hard feat. Actually, well, if you ask me, it's not hard, but I'm sure... If you stick to the source me. material, which they kind of subverted, but, like, they did their best with the original Mysterio source material. Yeah, I kind of want there to just be a Spider-Man movie, if that makes sense. Like, not connected to the overarching world. Mm-hmm. Like, this one... A more contained one. Yeah. This one's very dependent on the overarching stuff. Yes, but I think somebody told me that this is kind of like the closing movie to Phase 3 or whatever the... Yeah, heck, it is. Whatever the heck... Had, it's supposed to set things into motion for what happens next. Weird... Yeah, his roller coaster of ideas. I have two prime ideas for where Spider-Man can go next, but I'll talk to you about that off-air. Yeah, but I, I hope... You know what? I don't even care. No spoilers. I hope that the end of this movie makes him more grounded from the ramifications. And yeah. I hope he... My biggest gripe for Spider-Man is that I do not feel like Peter Parker in this universe has is ever going to need to go through any sort of strife that relates to being a person, like a normal human, other than the fact of I can't juggle my super science stuff and plights with S.H.I.E.L.D. with my real life. Yeah. Like, I want, like... I can't wait for the times that we're going to get, Peter, your rent is due. I'm not kidding. I'm actually going to kick you out this time. And he's like, ah, shit. Like, I love And I think we can that. get there because we're, we're we still could. in the high school stage. Like I said, there's a lot to go through. So I think, I trust Marvel. I do. I trust the Overlord Corporation. We're, we're still at the stage. The people too. I think we're going to get there. We're still I at just, the stage where yeah. he's building out his rose gallery and yes. his history. and his rose? Rogues. Rogue. You said Rose. No, I did not. He's a Rose Gallery. Rose. He's a Rose Gallery. Uh, um, but yeah, I actually thought it was very good, though. I agree. You should go see it. If you I have thoughts, but that was good. Yeah. I, um, I saw you saw some... I saw... Uh, you sent me a, an image. You saw some anime. Oh, yeah. I sent you an image? Of the anime expo. Oh, yes. For a moment, I am in, like, the dock. I was like, what? Um, I went to anime expo. Um, first time I ever went. Boy G. Golly. That was... She whiz, mister. That was an expo. Um, I was waiting in line for three hours outside to get into the convention center, which, for reference, I've gone to Comic-Con, I've gone to Penny Arcade East. 
I've never had to wait three hours for anything in my life. Even like a Six Flags ride. And I refused to. Yeah. But I did not. I did yeah. not. I well, refused. for anime. I refused, but I did it for the anime. Yeah, you Cosplay was Vegeta's. fantastic. I did not know that this was like the biggest convention ever. I didn't know that. In the U.S. I didn't know For that anime. Either. Like Comic-Con has San Diego, New York. PAX has PAX East, West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the only expo apparently. Not just the only expo for anime, but it's like the anime expo. Really? Like you go there. For the anime. Well, expo. as anime experts, we probably should have both attended. Them. Well, I well I just went, and what better day did I go on than America's birthday, the Fourth of July, to celebrate glorious anime's Japan. number one import? Yeah, um, it was it was a time I would absolutely go back. It, let me preface this: how many I had, I had a terrible did you see? time because it was so packed, but it was so much fun. Um, I saw a lot. This of is Goku's. in Anaheim. No, no, this is in um just L.A. LA Convention Center. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was right Anaheim. Nope, downtown LA. Um, That's more convenient, I actually think honestly. they moved. They moved. They were in Anaheim They went from point, Anaheim right? to downtown LA. Yeah, I went through my history of... I think the LA Convention Center is smaller, but probably more convenient. That explains why the lines then were so ridiculous. It was actually kind of crazy. Because E3 is in Anaheim for a reason. Yeah, it was actually kind of ridiculous how crazy it was. But the cosplay was on point. I get a lot of people, a lot of props. So a lot of Gokus. I saw this guy... This cloud, he didn't even do his hair, so he's lazy. Why well, even bother? Like he had nobody had the whole. Game I off. give that guy. It deflated me. Two I was like two uh, Goku's out of a Vegeta. Yeah, it, it really deflated me. They sold body pillows though. Naturally, hentai shirts. Um, there's a shirt that just had tentacles on it. It said, "I know enough hentai. I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going." Um, the only thing I would have wanted that I bet I could find an anime expo. Is I want the pink uh, button down that Vegeta wears that says Batman. I am sure it exists in some capacity. That's official. Um, they had cool merch. They had a Faku party. If you don't know what Faku is, that is hentai. And they had a party for it that I could not attend and I was eternally salty If about. you forget that it has to do with hentai, just remember that it sounds kind of like fuck. Yeah, I was totally down to go to that place, but apparently you had to go like Friday or Saturday. That would have been a hell of a story, so I'm really disappointed. Um, yep. I also experienced an earthquake the morning of... And oh, follow yeah. Earthquake the second morning. It was like a, okay. a pretty impactful one, too. By the time it hit me, it was, it was like light shakes, but it was pretty crazy. Um, I, if you ever even remotely like anime, let me tell you, this expo makes you feel like a normie. There's so much stuff there that I didn't even know about. There's just so much anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently also started watching on Crunchyroll. God help me, this is Effects of Anime Expo. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? It is 150% a harem anime. Oh my god. And I'm down. I want to hear more about this. I'm down. Anime cast. I'll talk to you about it after. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll have um, to talk. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But yeah, it's yeah, pretty I'll, cool. Yeah, I want to hear Overall, about this. Overall, great time. Do you like anime? You could you could look it up. Some would say I'm an anime expert. The only thing I did want to bring up, too, uh-huh. they're remastering Akira. I've heard this. In 4K. Dope. Dope. And dope. they're redoing Akira. Not the movie mm-hmm. that's coming out. Which is also seeming more promising, but they're going to redo the either the movie or they're going to do an animated series that's more true to the manga. Uh, so, that's hype. And also, awesome. God forgive me, forgot the guy who even made Akira. He is going to make a new movie as well. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so get your anime pants uh, on. It's hype. This is slightly anime stuff related, but I'm going to slip in some other plugs as we're, as we're finishing up here. Um, I know you have a capture card again. Oh! Uh, so we are both going to be streaming more often. I'm going to try streaming something a little different later this week, actually, because uh, I got my model kit tools back. 
I got a nice top-mounted camera and light that I wanted for a while. I'm going to start building... I haven't decided what I'm going to build yet. I'm either going to build the Gundam 00 Sky I have left, or I'm going to build... Uh, I ordered an older model of EVA Unit 1 Ooh, that I want to build. That's good. Ooh, that's good. Uh, so model building stream is coming. Evangelion... Mm-hmm. They barely had any representation for a booth this year. Well, they premiered the uh, the next movie yeah, there this year, right? Like their official booth was so tiny. That's and they weird. Sold because barely anything. You like, think we're talking be... about like a gigantic revived anime? That's what I'm saying. You think like we're it's on Netflix. The the final film is coming. You think we'd be talking about it more? Yeah, we're literally in peak Evangelion revival, and they didn't even sell posters. Weird. It was weird. It was odd. They did sell um the emergency plus pillow plush pillows. Oh, just that's says emergency. Really cool. That's neat. They sold some cool shirts. Yeah, but you yeah. like the Evangelion? You like the pressure? It's good. Go watch. I'm that. sad. Go watch that. It'll make you feel like shit if you're. It will. Right. It's true. My therapist told me to stop. Yep. It made me feel like garbage. Can I tell you this weird side story? I'm gonna put this out. I saw my therapist earlier this week. Oh yeah. Um, and you know what he said to me? What? We were sitting there, right? Right. And I, he was like, what do you want to talk about? And I was in, like, a shitty mood that day. So I was yeah. like, I don't know what I want to talk about. And he's like, we don't have to talk if you don't want. And that got me angry. I was like, yeah, we fucking do. I pay you a lot of money. What? We got to talk about something. Did you talk about Evangelion? No, I didn't. I, I, don't, I don't want him to think I'm a weeb. What the hell was this? <laughs> well, I'm glad you <laughs> The depression thing got me. I'm glad, I'm glad you're talking about it. <laughs> but thank you guys so much. For coming. For joining. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, plugs. Uh, hit up Eric over on Twitter at beautiful underscore Eric. I am at the Richmeister Zero. Uh, we stream over at uh the Twitch TV slash Gecko Wild. Um, more stuff coming soon. Yeah, keep plugging. I, I got I got like Rich said the new Elgato. Mm-hmm. It was a gift, so I kind of have to stream to make it worthwhile. Worthwhile, yeah. Um, so I'll be streaming. I had E-Rookie on my stream handle. I think I'm just going to change it again to Beautiful Eric. Uh, and apparently I have to make a whole new thing. So okay. I'm just going to do that because I don't care. Cool. Yep. Thank you all for listening. G- go. Go. Go for your best you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.